Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. This is really Satellite Sisters special wedding edition. If you've been paying any attention at all over the last, you know, six to nine months to our lives, you will know that we had a big family wedding last weekend, which is why we took the weekend off from the podcast. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, barely recovered from the wedding of the century. Uh, That's all I got to say. Monica, you're in Portland, Oregon. You made it home okay, obviously. Oh, I made it home great. Back to work. It was terrible going back to work (laughs) after our four days together. And Sheila Dolan, you're in Pasadena, California. You actually had Monday off. Thank goodness. Oh, that was so crucial after that week, weekend. I mean, it, it was just, um, it was an unbelievable experience. We'll, we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. we'll talk. And then, of course, we have to bring in the mother of the groom, ladies and gentlemen, Julie Dolan. Fantastic job. Woo! Well, I, I, sisters, you know, I, it's even hard to find the words a week later. But clearly, this was a top 10 experience of my lifetime. I mean, that, I mean, it's, it was right up there, this whole experience. Because, and I have to say... I totally underestimated the intensity of the experience. <laughs> yes. I mean, I should not have signed any legal documents this week. I should not have operated a motor vehicle or any heavy equipment. I have been out of it. I've been completely out of it because there was last weekend the intensity of seeing our son marry someone that he obviously loves very deeply and that in turn you know, our new daughter-in-law loves our son so much, to see them marry in New Orleans, where we, you know, where he was born and where he grew up, and which has such an important, is such an important location for our family, um, with all of our family there, as incredible as that could be. I mean, uh, Will had both sets of grandparents there, all eight Dolans were together for the first right. time in 10 years, 10 years. I mean, our, you know, our brother Dick got on three planes and he doesn't, he refuses to fly, but he was there, you know, all eight children are, you know, my husband's family was all there. Our oldest friends in, in the world. I mean, people that were, that have known us since that were at our wedding, my husband and you know wedding, and then friends from all the locations that where we have lived all the all of our moves, you know that many of them came, but some could not come, but they were emailing and skyping us all week to just say they were with us i mean it was it was just such an experience that I have not recovered from i have i don 't know how how are you all doing. Oh, I was exhausted all week. I actually went home from work early twice this week because 
Well, I woke up with a really bad cold on Monday. So then, you know, Monday afternoon and then again on Wednesday afternoon, I was like, I'm throwing in the towel, man. I am just going home. But it was, I would say it was the, it was definitely the most fun wedding I've ever been to. I mean, it's, and here's my one wedding tip to people who are trying to plan something. Besides having a fantastic family that all shows up, location, 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 people. I mean, New Orleans, Louisiana, party town. And we yes. we made the most of the location, location, location. So I know your son's wife, Lauren, is from Perrysburg, Ohio. Right. But I, but I think the first excellent choice they made in their marriage was to have their wedding in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Julie, it was a transformative experience for me. I mean, it was Sheila. Oh, it, well, you I look mean, trans. I, first of all, Sister Sheila, you look transformed at the wedding. You looked absolutely beautiful, Sheila. I know you've been like doing your, you know, s- tapes in your apartment and stuff like that. <laughs> it's all paid off. You looked excellent, Sheila. Well, I, I do have several great photos of my triceps because <laughs> basically I danced for about sixteen hours that weekend. <laughs> and I, in sleeveless dresses, and I'm just glad I was doing my Kathy Smith. Oh, Kathy you know, Smith, that's her name. Fit yeah. and fabulous, <laughs> Julie. I was. I've been in a clinical depression. I mean, oh. um, I, I can't tell you. I mean, the music, the music, the food, the people. I mean, it just seemed like everywhere we went, there was a three-piece jazz band in the same room. <laughs> that's really true. <laughs> they literally followed us everywhere. And I mean, Monica's, I had a private tour from Monica, but I, okay, granted I was on vacation. Granted I had hair and makeup twice, which really sends me over the edge. But you had it twice? I had it twice. Yes. I, I paid for one and you paid for one. <laughs> on on, two, the on two, different, two different days. Two different days. Rehearsal, dinner, day. and wedding. But oh. Julie, it was a love fest. I've been telling everyone in Pasadena, I can't explain it. It was like, love fest it was so great yeah yeah and you Mon- know, and monica yeah for me uh i mean it was just everything we did julie everything you planned and lauren's family planned it was just like the best of the best of new orleans and it's such a special place and when you do that city right it's just it's just a very special place to be i mean to be in that private dining room at Antoine's where the reception was it I just was looking around I was like this ain't your your parents country club (laughs) again there was like the jazz trio playing in the corner all night and to be in that room where there was all of that history that's gone on at Antoine's and just when that mound of crab meat came out oh oh, they put that down on our table with the fried oysters oh Paula, that was delicious. There was mounds of everything. I mean, everything from, you know, you know, gumbo to to I mean, every every food I tasted. Everything all this week. I was like, why is there nothing etouffee in my life? (laughs) There there was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm like, where's the etouffee? You know, we had everything from alligator soup to Zydeco. If you wanted that New Orleans experience, we got it. But in the very personal way that comes from the fact that you and your husband and your family had lived there for a long time. Exactly. So so it wasn't just the total tourist package. Right. And Monica, you've lived there. You, you know, you, you know what it means, um, you know, and we, and they did pick out 
things that were special to them. Yeah, I think it's important to know that, uh, you know, it was a fantastic wedding. And, and uh, you know, and I, I, to me, it was like everything you would want in a wedding, but there wasn't a nice sculpture. There weren't any carving stations. There no, weren't no, any, God. there weren't any, you know, martini bars or, you know, chocolate fountains. But what it was, was this highly intense personal experience personal. <laughs> very very personal and that has a lot to do with lauren my daughter-in-law my son um lauren's parents and i'm gonna give um give give myself a little pat on the back because yes, yes. we really were a team and i think you know a lot of times you know the sort of the behind the scenes things that it can be it can be tense between, you know, parents and things like that. We had such a great, you know, we have such a great relationship with Lauren's parents, um, in part because they've re- really reached out to us. And, you know, we've gone to uh, Lauren's hometown on several occasions. We've met many of their good friends and oh, family. Absolutely. They're so, so nice. So oh, it really, God. really felt like you know, that this was a team effort. And I do believe late at the reception, we did have a team effort huddle dance going on with the bride and the groom and the bride's parents and the groom's parents, which I hope, I'm not, I hope there are no photographs of it, but it was a, a really a joyous moment. But, well, you know, joy, still- joy is the operative word, Julie. I mean, that, you know, when I saw you dance with Will, the first dance in the dining room, that was pure joy. And that was, I was in the back. I had a, I was in the back of the She was gnawing on the uh, shrimp ramelot. <laughs> I, I was, but I caught, I caught that, that wonderful dance um, when I stopped eating long enough to look up. <laughs> and it was gorgeous, Julie. It was really fantastic. And Sheila, your daughter, Ruthie, was there with her boyfriend, and they had never been to New Orleans before. Oh, right? we were all rocketed into the fourth dimension. I mean, <laughs> it was it was uh, indescribable. I mean, I'm going to go back, Julie. I'm going to go back. I mean, Ruth did say to me on Saturday afternoon, this was before we even got to the wedding. She just said, I don't want this weekend to end. Yeah, this is so much fun. Like mother, like daughter. We're the same way. We're, and, and what was really nice, too, I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, plus I, I only paid for my hotel room, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I want to mention, Julie, your best friends from college, their husbands paid for me, too, and they had never met me. <laughs> what, I mean, there's no guys like, in L.A. like that. <laughs> What do you mean they paid for you? Were you panhandling at the wedding or something? No, they, they when we went to a jazz club, they took the the drink order. They paid for everybody. They were such gentlemen. It was so genteel. It was so genteel. Well, no. I, and you got, Sheila, you got the personal Monica Dolan tour of New Orleans, right? That was so special, Monica. We only got in one little fight, right? <laughs> you know, what was oh, about when the waitress didn't bring your order in time? You know, I mean, you, for people that visit New Orleans, they a lot of times they spend all their time in the French Quarter, but you really have to get out and take the streetcar and take it all the way to uptown New Orleans and wander around the streets and look at oh. the beautiful houses. And that's what Sheila and I did. And, oh, yes, I know that that we stopped for a meal and um, Sheila was a little hangry at that point. <laughs> and... Well, Monica, you, but let's not dwell on that because the, ha- 
I mean, the houses, the atmosphere. It was beautiful, wasn't it? And we went to Audubon Park and took the streetcar back. It was just really, really fun. I mean, that's what was another fun thing about the wedding is that everyone went off during the day. I mean, we had all day Friday, all day Saturday to sightsee, you know, except for the people that were getting their hair and makeup done. And I think you saw those pictures from the wedding. I did not. (laughs) Sheila, I spent $8 on that spray called Frizz Ease. And let me tell you, that, that I put that frizzies to the test, and it didn't work at it all. Did, well, it's not going to work in New Orleans, Monica. No, uh, but everyone went off during the day, and people took – we did everything. We took carriage rides through the French Quarter. People took the streetcar. They went to Magazine Street. They ate o- Oyster Poor Boys. We, we, I mean, we were at Cafe du Monde at 8 a.m., Julie. Were we not – Yes, I know. I know. We had already uh, cordoned off our, our own little section and we were eating beignets and drinking cafe au lait. I mean, that was the great thing. It was four days of events. It started on Thursday night with whoever was in town to meet up at the carousel bar at the Hotel Monteleon. And if you've never been there, it, they have an actual carousel in there. So you, when you sit at the bar, it like moves slowly around, which actually <laughs> makes makes you sick to your stomach if you watch it. But the key is to face out, to face the windows, to face your friends, <laughs> just not watch the revolving and, bar. And jump off, jump off. <laughs> and then, of course, Friday night, because it was a destination wedding, there were a hundred and I think the total count was 150 people came um, to the wedding. And this was family, friends. And what was really special was Will and Lauren. They are probably the first of their friends to get married. And all of their friends showed up. So there were 50 to 60 I, we just referred to them as the hipsters. Oh, they were from New York, from, from Los Angeles, from Chicago, from Portland. And they were young and thin and hip and fun. And, and they were up for everything. But, you know, here's the thing about the hipsters. And so they were a, they were a solid block, a partying block, a constituency as part for they all of the really At each of the parties, they, that was like four tables of the young of, people. Of hipsters, yeah. But the thing about the hipsters was they were not too cool to rule. I mean, they were enjoying themselves. I mean, they showed up, they had pink hair, they had piercing, they had little mini dresses on. I mean, they... I don't think there was a single woman there who weighed more than about 102 pounds. I mean, they they all had cute little mini dresses on or maxi dresses on, but they participated in everything. I mean, during the rehearsal dinner, some of Will and Lauren's closest friends stood up and made just lovely toasts, but that were sincere, that were earnest, that weren't one bit cynical, you know, and, uh, and they had never been to New Orleans. Most of them had sort of, you know, had been very um, sort of like Sheila sort of scratched together the money to come to New Orleans. You know, they were they were staying at Craigslist apartments and they had found cheap flights, but they were all there and they were all participating in everything. Right. Yeah, it was really just it was fantastic. Everyone came with a commitment to enjoy. You know, there was no hanging back. There were no hangers back at all at any of these parties. People were fully emotionally invested. Well, even Thursday night before the rendezvous at the carousel bar. 
you know, you were going off to some kind of official dinner. So I was responsible for all transportation for mom and dad, getting them to New Orleans and getting them home. So we had arrived at the hotel in the late afternoon. We saw you guys. There was a little bit of lobby chatting uh, action. But then we were just going to have a quiet dinner in the hotel. You kind of well, gave me you kind of gave me a stink eye about that like yeah, well, I, I mean I, I, I just were like <laughs> I just you know, I was just I know, I, was, I really felt badly abandoning you. I did have to go to like an official bridal party dinner so I couldn't so no, I, that- it, it wasn't personal. It was just like, so then I knew that I had to put out the call like, well, there have to be some other people around here. I mean, I just thought mom and dad would enjoy seeing someone other than me because we had been together since, <laughs> since dawn. No, be honest. You, wouldn't, you needed other people there, Liz. But Liz, we made a party, didn't we? We just made a party. party. So they start to set up a little table for three in the dining room at the hotel for me and mom and dad. And then, like, just magically, other family members <laughs> appeared. You know, Monica turned up, and Dick and his kids turned up, and Brendan and his kids turned up. Next thing you knew, we had dinner for 12, just like, just like when we grew up. It was fantastic. We, and because it's New Orleans, and their middle name is Hospitality in that town, every time I said, oh, could you set up, like, four more chairs? Could we? Add a few more people here. They're like, honey, no problem. And that, so table for 12 just sort of materialized in the restaurant. And so a good time was had by all uh, before we went off to the carousel bar. Mom and dad had decided the carousel bar was for hipsters only, which I think was a good decision. <laughs> I, I think that was right. I think that was right. They might have, one of them might have fallen off the carousel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say one thing about mom and dad, one thing that was amazing. So when we arrived at after the wedding, the beautiful wedding, we arrived at uh, Antoine's and we were having the reception dinner downstairs. Well, some of the other uh, people there had to take the elevator, the freight elevator to get upstairs. Because it's an old, uh, first of all, Antoine's is the oldest restaurant in New Orleans. So they just, they didn't put elevators in when the building was brought, uh, when it was built. And so for, you know, for people that, you know, for handicapped people, for people who require an elevator, unfortunately, it is the freight elevator. Right, they have to, like, go outside on the street. So after dinner, you know, we all, the dancing event, as they called it, was held upstairs where we had this fantastic band after dinner. But, of course, because we had the jazz trio leading us upstairs in a second line, with the antique hankies that Lauren had found, 150 antique hankies, and everyone got one. Well, Mom and Dad wanted to go up that steep, narrow staircase. And I said, well, maybe we should take the elevator. Mom said, I am not getting in that freight elevator. She said, she said, I am going up those stairs. And that's what they did. And Mom and Dad made it upstairs. I know that was really good. That was uh, that that they were great to do that. I mean, I think once they got upstairs and the music, that's when that's when the uh, party really exploded. Would yeah. you say <laughs> that is yeah. the right word? It, I mean, it was like a volcano. I she mean, was still. Th- it, it was amazing. The dancing and the music, Julie. Julie, the okay. name of that band. Tell me again. That is was- Rocking Doopsy Junior. Two-time Grammy Award-winning. Rocking Doopsy Jr. and I think the Zydeco Kings is their name, and they are they are the king of Zydeco music. They are without a doubt they you know they tour with Prince, um, and they are without a doubt the most 
fun, as my friends in New Orleans say, flat out the best band in New Orleans. Oh, and that's pretty much by the end of the night, you are flat out because I I have seen, I saw people dancing at that uh, wedding reception (laughs) that I know have never danced in their entire (laughs) life. I, I, uh, my good friend Gene from San Francisco, I know has never danced. I don't think I don't believe he danced at his own wedding. But I saw him with that with that hanky and he was doing some kind of Watusi step on the dance floor. It was that was very thrilling for me. Well, here was another classic New Orleans moment for me. Uh because it was a destination wedding, as you say, Lauren's parents had arranged extra things that you wouldn't necessarily, say, provide transportation for everyone from the hotel to the church uh, at a normal hometown wedding. But they did that. So we had these little minibuses line up in front of the headquarters hotel in the French Quarter. And we all piled into the minibuses to go to the church, which was up St. Charles Avenue. But because it's New Orleans and they have to turn everything into a parade, we had two New Orleans Police Department members on motorcycles to give us a police escort there. But because it's New Orleans, as the motorcycle cops are sitting in front of the little line of minibuses waiting for us to take off, these two girls wander by and they decide they want their pictures taken on the NOPD motorcycles. So now we have (laughs) these two girls that are all dolled up sitting on the motorcycles and the cops are taking pictures of them. And then they recruit like a bellman to come over and the cops get on the motorcycles with the girls and now they're all having their pictures taken together. (laughs) Meanwhile the wedding planner is like looking at her watch and getting very perturbed because the parade was supposed to have left like five minutes ago but the picture taking for NOPD needed to be completed (laughs) before we could move on. So the girls get off the motorcycles. There's a lot of thank you, thank you. The girls wander back down to Bourbon Street or wherever they came from to begin with and the cops strap on their helmets and we take off and because it's new orleans uh these motorcycle cops one thing they know how to do is lead a parade yes indeed liz they are the finest at that yes uh, oh my goodness so not only are we like blasting through all the red lights you know which is always fun (laughs) and they have full lights and sirens going yeah motorcycles like this is this is what they do instead of enforcing the law in new orleans (laughs) (laughs) probably at this same moment there were several you know burglaries (laughs) oh no no doubt but they were doing what they were born to do these cops which was lead a parade so they're not just yeah full sirens we're blasting through red lights and these two guys are kind of circulating among the four minibuses it's not just like there are two guys in front leading us they're zooming back and forth they're going the wrong way on the one-way streets they are making a party out of the parade and it really kicked off the whole thing for everyone in those minibuses especially we were in bus number one so we could see the activity at the front of the line and it was it was really a job well done by the time we screamed up in front of that church we were (laughs) People. We were hooping and hollering. <laughs> we, we were clapping the whole way, Julie. We, we loved were. It. Yes. Yeah. And then we had to transform. We had to get quiet to enter the church, but it was hard because that, that chips display was incredible. <laughs> you know, can I, we just I talk have... about the ceremony? It was yes. so lovely beyond words. I mean, just it was so personal, Julie. It yeah, so I think. They really spent a lot of time on their, you know, on the ceremony, on their vows, on their readings. I mean, they, it was just, 
very, very, uh, our sister-in-law, Mary, called me. She said she was going to try to write a thank you note, but she couldn't. So she just picked up the phone and called. And she said it was a very solemn ceremony. And and I think that was true, that they were, they made solemn vows, you know, um, to themselves in front of all their friends and God. And, you know, it was what you would hope any you know, any wedding ceremony was like. There wasn't you know, no jokes, no, you know. No, it was, it was very serious, and the readings were very uh, unusual. It wasn't typical in any way. It was just so exquisite. It was really beautiful. Yeah, that was that was nice. And we do have to mention granddaughter Alice um, was the flower girl for the wedding. And it was um, that was a lot. She's four and a half. This was a lot of people. There were there was a big, long aisle. She had to go down and she did a fantastic, you know, and at the rehearsal, she said she didn't think she could do it. She was too scared. I mean, so she did a fantastic job walking down the aisle. And um, as she told me, as she she sat next to me during the wedding ceremony because her, um, her father, my son, was the best man, so he was up on the altar. And uh, her mother, Alice's mother, Vera, was doing one of the readings, so she was up on the altar as well. And um, as she came into the, the pew where I was sitting, she said, Nana, I put two rose petals on our row. Aww. So she was, and but she, you know, she loved it. And since then has been playing wedding every day at home. So now she has. <laughs> oh, she makes she's ready. Brother- she makes her brother um, be be the best man. She don't. She won't. <laughs> She's not so good. Which, sure toddlers love that. Yes. <laughs> but I, I have to say, I mean, really, to everyone in New Orleans, everyone that we dealt with all week, you know, because we were there from Tuesday on. You know, we, you talked about the motorcycle policeman who really made it a parade, or you know, it didn't matter who we who we were working with or talking to when we said we were here for a wedding you know they extended their congratulations they could like understand our excitement i mean the people in the hotel could not have been nicer to us and it was all it was very fun to have a headquarters hotel because it seemed like every time the elevator door opened there was someone you knew and uh that was that was really exciting but i have to say that everyone was you know was so happy that we were that we were having a wedding in New Orleans. It meant a lot to them. And when we told them that, you know, my our you know, our son was born there and we had lived there, they were really impressed that um, that Will that Will and Lauren had chosen to come back to New Orleans to get married. So that was nice. And can I just say a few words about Lauren, your new daughter-in-law? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness, Lauren is. I just got to say, she's. Totally the kind of girl you would hate if you did not love her so much. Because (laughs) she is, I mean, she is just the loveliest person. She is so gracious and so beautiful and really just has a sweet and loving personality, but is super smart and fun to be around and interested in a million things and and yet handmade all of these special things for all of the tables at the wedding. As Leanne said, she's an excellent addition to the gene pool because she has a lot of crafting skills that as you've seen from previous like say satellite satellite sisters tablescaping um we we have some of us have those genes but not most of us and uh lauren is just like such 
a lovely person. I just am so impressed. And all of her friends are so nice. It was it was a pleasure to really get to know her a little bit more and all of her friends. It was really Well, you know really what nice. you know what's nice about Lauren? One of the nice things about Lauren is that she has satellite sisters. Totally. I mean, so so in addition, she had four bridesmaids, um, her sister, her sister-in-law, and two of her very good friends. But then she also enlisted what is referred to in this in this part of the country as a Texas house party that she then had 10 other friends. These are close girlfriends from college that she, you know, that they are like best, best friends that acted as ushers and greeters at the wedding. One was assigned to lead, you know, lead people in the second line and the dancing. I mean, and Lauren, of course, had made what were just absolutely beautiful, those fabric corsages. Did you see those? And so each of the girls was wearing this, you know, it was handmade, but totally hip fabric corsage. And, you know, she has great girlfriends and they were all there to support her, which was really nice. So she understands, she understands the satellite sisters. You know, she, she understands my friends that were there as well. And she was so happy to meet them. Your friends. Yeah, can we just go back? Your girlfriends from, like, you had a gang from high school and college. Right, right. They, they had a fantastic time. Julie, too. they came to party, you know. I mean, they, were, they were like the rocky, rockiness dupsies at the wedding. <laughs> I had so much fun with your friends. I, I think we should all go away again. I mean, yeah. they are amazing. Yeah, no, they really, they loved everything about them. But what surprised them, you know, I've talked to a number of my friends is we always think of ourselves as being young and fun. And we realized at this wedding that we were actually the old people at the wedding because there were so many hipsters Hipsters. (laughs) that you, for the first time, um, we had this sense that we were like, oh, dear, dear, we are the grownups now. We're the grownups at the wedding. Um, but it didn't stop them from dancing or from wearing goofy glasses or participate, p- participating to the maximum amount. Oh, That's- totally. I mean, they put some of those hipsters to shame, really. <laughs> and I enjoyed being out with all of their husbands who paid for everything. Okay. <laughs> I'll pass that on, Sheila. That's why Sheila wants to sign up for their next trip to New Orleans. (laughs) They they keep talking about it. I mean, it's just a great place to go for a weekend. Yeah, yeah, it it really is. Okay, so then one last part of it was everyone had to get home. So I know I was with Sheila and Leanne and her whole family and mom and dad. We were at the New Orleans airport, uh, which is not the world's greatest airport. Can we just admit it's, you know, sort of a it's a low level airport. Uh, But our brother Dick, his wife, Susan, and their two kids, Leo and Fiona, were also there leaving at the same time we were because they live in Bend, Oregon. Their alleged flight was New Orleans to Houston, Houston to San Francisco, San Francisco oh. to, to Redmond. And as you've already mentioned, Julie, Dick really hates to fly. And his wife also really hates to fly. And unfortunately for them, 
the first leg of their flight was so delayed that it's the, as they say in the airline business, the cascading effect of they were going to miss all of their connections. So not only were they in New Orleans trying to figure out what to do, but as we observed, because they hate to fly so much, they were already heavily medicated. Oh, no. Yes. By the time their flight got canceled, they had already taken whatever drug their doctor had prescribed for them so they wouldn't freak out on the the airplane. Oh, they felt no pain. (laughs) So so as it turns out, they didn't actually get out of New Orleans until the next day, correct? They they ended up having to spend a whole other night, which I was really sad for them because not only is that inconvenient, but the anxiety of flying for them takes a whole day to work up to. So the fact that they had to repeat it all over again the next day, I felt bad oh, about that. I hope they had enough drugs for the second <laughs> second day. No, I think, I think they, they did. Probably, I, yeah, still I, relaxed. I talked- I, I talked to Dick in, uh, in San Francisco. He he had enough drugs. Yes, I, I could tell that he was still in the relaxed mode when he was. <laughs> well, good thing we had. They had all those snacks from our party bags. I mean, when we when when all the guests at the wedding checked checked into their hotel room, everyone got a gift bag, which was just thoughtfully put together by Lauren and Will and Julie. I'm sure you had something to do with it, but it was filled with, I mean, your son had written a whole like book of events, you know, and about the history of new Orleans and recommendations of places to go. And then there were like five quarters in there. So everyone could take the streetcar and it was filled with, I don't know, Zaps potato chips and what were those hand pies? Ooh, I have- the, the Hubig hand pie, yes, that you can get, which is a New Orleans, a classic New Orleans thing. And if you noticed on the wrapper, it had L hearts W and their wedding date on it as well. Yes, that oh was a little... Oh, my gosh. I ate that on the plane on the way home. I was, I was digging around the bottom of that bag for another one. But then, you know, the alligator jerky... <laughs> It's pretty good too. I, I figure Dick broke into the alligator jerky on the way on the trip home. I, I had I had loaded them up with some extra cubic pies as they were heading out of town, and we we have a few left here at the house, but but not too many, not too many. So 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 what? How did you get home, Julie? How long did you guys stay in New Orleans? Well, really? we stayed we stayed um, Sunday because we um, our one of our other official duties was to help Will and Lauren. They were heading off on their honeymoon, and so they were leaving at five o'clock on Sunday night. And I believe ran into about half the wedding party at the um, New Orleans airport as they were there. As, as Ooh, well. t- time for more beignets. Yes. I think they, everybody had a big bowl of red beans and rice before they headed out on their trip. Um, but I would have to say the bride and groom were a little tired and they were having a hard time with sort of the decision making about packing for their honeymoon, packing, you know, um, packing other suitcases to go back to Ohio that they would pick up at Thanksgiving. So it was sort of high level processing. And I believe the bride and groom had pretty much danced all night. So there wasn't much high level processing (laughs) going on with the couple. So fortunately, my husband saw this early on. And he was really like saying to them because they were repacking their bags in our room was like, okay, um, Lauren, now I want you to put one shoe in that suitcase over there. And now now take the other shoe and put that (laughs) in there too. they, They were pretty tired. And so my, my husband drove them to the airport and, 
And it was at that moment, because we had already said goodbye to Lauren's parents and we had said goodbye to all of you. And I was alone in the hotel room with a couple of, you know, Hubig pies and some, uh, <laughs> some alligators. root beer. Sparks root beer and some alligator jerky, and I just started to cry. I mean, I think just the intensity of the experience, um, you know, just to be with, just as I said, to be with our whole family, to have yeah. so, uh, such a wonderful event. It, w- it was at that moment that it really overwhelmed me. Um, you know, and the same thing my husband said on the drive back after dropping them at, at the airport, he just started to cry. He was just so happy for everything that had, had transpired. Fortunately, that night, some of our, some of our friends from San Francisco were still there and we just, um, we had a quiet dinner with them and just started to even process all the experiences. I mean, we, you know, we're just talking about things that we had seen and done over the last four days. So that was a help, but I'm, I really, I have been in a fog all week long and, and um, as, as has my husband. I mean, he so came, you drove home to Dallas on Monday, on Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, wow. yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday we drove yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. So see, that's well, what I, I have something to pass along to your husband. I was showing pictures of the wedding to my co-teacher yeah. And I showed her the picture of your husband in his new tuxedo in the lobby getting ready for the wedding. Yes. And she said, who is that? <laughs> and I, I said, that's, that's my brother-in-law. She said, my God, he's so hot. Wow. <laughs> so just pass that along. I will, Sheila. I will, pass Sheila. Along, I don't think he hears that enough. I will pass that along to him. That's, that's very nice. Just that's wanted very... to share that. That's good. That's good. Well, when I, I know when I called you, like, Thursday of this week, Julie, you were in Costco just stocking up on toilet paper. And you, <laughs> right. said, you said that was like the most you could manage. And, and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I, I had these two big weekends in a row and the weekend in New Orleans was just amazing. And I'm, I'm doing nothing for the rest of the year. (laughs) People are like, are you taking any vacations? I said, no, I'm, I'm really doing nothing. I'm just recovering for the rest of the year. But Julie, that, the party was worth it. The wedding was worth it. I mean, it it was was amazing. Everything. It was, I just want to reinforce for our family that, you know, for our mom and dad, have all of their children there all of uh, all of their eight children all of their grandchildren and all of their great-grandchildren like in one moment for several days i mean that was a beautiful thing you provided to everyone yeah and it's and i think we all know in our hearts that's not likely to happen again I know, I know. You know, Liz, I just said as one last note, when I was da- on the first dance, when I was dancing with my with Will, and, you know, I just said it was, you know, the whole thing was so wonderful. You know, I said to him when, Will, when um, your dad and I got married, that, you know, in some ways was the wedding of our generation. It was a special moment in time. It was a special place. And, and, you know, there have been a lot of other happy marriages, but there was nothing ever like that again. And I said tonight, you know, that you and Lauren have given a great gift to everyone here in this room because this, yeah, is, a, this is a wedding of this of your generation. There will be other wonderful weddings, but there will never be another moment like this. With Rocks and Doop, Rock and Doopsy Jr. to, to make the most of it. 
Exactly. Yeah, Monica, just Monica, let me know when you have that conference. Let we need to talk. I know. The exciting thing is I get to go back to New Orleans and You Jan- do? Yes. Ooh. Now I'm super stoked. About, <laughs> because I I feel like I've just renewed my love, you know, for the yeah. city. Yeah. What, Julie, you want to come with me now? I'd like to tack, see if I could tack on. <laughs> Do you want me to talk to my some of my friends' husbands to see if they could, <laughs> they could sponsor that visit? To put together your Be your my trip? escort. Just be my escort for the weekend. All right. Well, Sheila, yes, missing the muffaladas. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Jewel. All right. Well, anyone have anything else they want to chime in here? It's just, it would be fruitless to try to talk about any other subject today no. on Satellite Sisters. No, this is the subject. This is just a wedding special. We had to devote it to this. Whew. It was, yeah, the wedding of a generation. Well, multiple generations, really. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, uh, okay, you guys. Well, continue your recovery this week. All right. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Good luck to you as well. <laughs> And uh, when the happy couple gets back from there. Oh, I did appreciate, Julie, tell your husband when we got the uh, the 147 photos emailed within, really, by by Sunday the night. By, by the time I got home, the pictures were already here. That was fantastic. Uh, so so thank you to your husband for that, I, for that I too. Pass that on. To my uh, hot husband, I'm going to pass that on to him. Yeah, you. hot, hot. <laughs> All right, I wish we could go out with a little Zydeco, but we don't know how to do that here on, uh, <laughs> on our podcast. Uh, remember, all the shows are at SatelliteSisters.com or at iTunes under The Satellite Sisters. Click on where it says Comedy. Uh, that's where the entire audio archive is. We also have an Android app now, so if you have an Android phone, you can go to the App Store, the Android App Store, and uh, download the app, which means on your phone you can have our entire audio archive. We're on the verge of getting that, you know, iTunes app uh, all approved any day now. You'll, you'll be hearing from us about that. Uh, but in the meantime, whoa, sisters, that was that was a week. It was that was a week, and there are certainly some pictures, Monica. I know you posted some of the, uh, these satellite sisters from the wedding, a couple of them, so that if you want to see the bride, and I'm looking for a good picture of the bride and groom, and I'll post that at satellitesisters.com as well. That would be great. All right, thanks, you guys. Have a good week. All right, Lay low, recover, <laughs> and don't forget, call your satellites.